Second topic, growing the customer base. Okay, we already know we need a strategy in addition to the tactics. So if our idea is to grow the customer base, then our overarching strategy needs to be to adapt the business and adjust our approach to focus on growing the customer base. Once again, it's not a whim. It's not a passing idea. And once again, the strategy will dictate the tactics. Now, again, the, the tactics are the series of actions, the specific series of actions that you will take on a consistent basis to make that happen. Starts with first determining exactly which customers you're after. Just like with the large accounts, anytime you want to grow your customer base, the only way to do it, or, or when, maybe not the only way, but certainly the best way to do it is to determine exactly who you're after. This is what I uh, refer to as growing your business proactively. It's a matter of deciding ahead of time who you want to pursue and who you want to choose to leave to your competitors because if you just take anybody who happens to stumble through the door you may not be creating the type of customer base that can really generate the type of income that you're looking for so the series of actions we're determining exactly which customers we're after we're compiling the con uh, compiling the contact names within each organization just as we did with the large accounts and we're doing the same thing we're assembling a contact management plan designed to create top of mind awareness with those people using repetition okay now one of the things that I have found to be extremely helpful in terms of growing the customer base, and this is true of, of individuals as salespeople, it's true as individual business owners, and it's true for individual business owners who are looking to hire salespeople. One of the best things that you can possibly do for yourself, for your salespeople, for your company, uh, for your mental health, <laughs> is to put together a qualification procedure. Uh, and essentially, a qualification procedure is, is just what it sounds like. It's a procedure. It's a step-by-step -step system. It's a series of questions that you can ask your prospects and clients. You can take them through this series of questions uh, so that you can determine whether or not they're good candidates for what you have to offer. Now, a lot of promotional products people, particularly those who are starting out or particularly those who have maybe never really learned how to qualify correctly, uh, they think that asking, uh, do you buy promotional products or are you the person who buys promotional products, th that that's qualification. And it really, in most cases, is not. Now, it, I'm not saying it won't get you the right answer every now and then because it certainly can but if you say uh, do you buy promotional products or are you interested in buying promotional products and they say no it may not be because they don't buy promotional products or because they don't need promotional products it's because they're not sure and it, it, it hasn't occurred to them necessarily that they need promotional products and here's what I mean. If you think about what's going on in the brain of most of the people that you interact with, and again, we're talking about executives, we're talking about administrative assistants, marketing people, advertising people, purchasing people, uh, human resources people. If you think about what's going on in their minds during a typical day, it probably has little or nothing to do with promotional products. It's not their job to think about promotional products. That's our job. So... If you go to a marketing director and you say, are you interested in promotional products? They're probably likely to say, well, no. Or they'll say, I have somebody who handles that. Because what you're asking is, can I sell you a commodity? And, and the answer to that is generally no. Because everybody knows somebody who can sell a commodity. But if you can put together a series of qualification questions that are designed to get to what they actually do and what their applications are, you're in much better shape. For example... The top applications for promotional products. When they, when they interviewed um, 
promotional product buyers. They asked them, okay, uh, what are the primary reasons you buy promotional products? And the very first number one reason that, uh, that they came back with is event marketing. I have an event coming up and I need to market that event. I need to promote that event. Second thing was business gifts. Uh, so the, the, the top two, and they were pretty uh, close in terms of uh, the votes, were event marketing and business gifts. So if instead of saying, do you buy promotional products? Are you interested in buying promotional products? If you say, tell me, what events do you have coming up within the next 30, 60, or 90 days that you need to promote? That's more geared toward what may be going on in their head. If I'm a marketing director and you say, what events do you have coming up within the next 30, 60, or 90 days? I can think about that and say, oh, okay, well, we have a new product launch coming up in uh, six weeks, and we've got a company picnic coming up in 12 weeks, and we've got our holiday gifts coming up in December, and they can pretty much tell you what they have going on. Now, at that point, you're not asking about promotional products. You're asking about what they have coming up. Then, uh, when you get their calendar and you find out what they have coming up, you can then schedule your time and this goes to the time management issue that we'll be touching on in a little bit, but um, you can then schedule your time to make sure that you're in front of those people when they're ready to make those buying decisions. So that's what you want to do, is to put together a qualification procedure, a series of questions that you can ask that will um, determine what your clients need, that will essentially get their calendar so that you can schedule your follow-up in advance of their events, and you can make your presentations based on the desired results that they need to get in their business. If they've got, a, if you find out that they've got a new product launch coming up in six weeks, it's a lot easier to put together product recommendations based on uh, knowing that there's a the new product being released and finding out the details of that than just trying to figure out an item if you don't know exactly what it is that they're doing. And of course, part of the goal in all of this also is to get them off the fence. When you've got a customer base or a prospect base that you're working, part of your goal after you've qualified them, after you've determined that they have a need, is to try to get them off the fence. Do whatever it takes uh, regarding follow-up to get them to a yes or no buying decision. A yes is great, a no is second best, and uh, it's, it's the maybes that will kill you every time. All right, so let's move on to the uh, the third topic, earning more money in less time. Of course, this has to do with, uh, with time management issues. A lot of people dealing with time management issues. And you know, I've dealt with this throughout my life as well. I, I don't know a single person who hasn't. And when we first start out and we think about time management issues, and particularly in, in this business, in the promotional products industry, if it's a small company and you're thinking, well, you know, I, I should probably hire somebody to do this, but then you say, well, I don't have the money to hire the person, so I have to keep doing it myself. It's a real catch-22, and it is deadly. It's a real killer. And the reason that it is so deadly is that when we don't take that action, when we don't delegate the tasks that someone else should do, that we know are low dollar activities, we're really messing ourselves up. And the reason we're messing ourselves up is that we're forcing ourselves to continue to do minimum wage, or in some cases, less than minimum wage work, and we're, we're using it as an excuse to not do the things that we know that we have to do. All right, so let's talk about the... Uh, Let's talk about the strategy for earning more money in less time. Obviously, we need to change our actions, make them worth a high multiple of what they're worth now. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. 24 hours is fixed. It's inflexible. There's nothing we can do to change it. So part of our overarching vision of earning more money in less time has to be starting our day by changing our actions and planning our activities based on making our time worth 
a high multiple of what it is now. We need to take action consistently to make our time worth a high multiple of what it is now. That means that if I decide I'm going to spend the next hour or two cleaning up my desk and sorting out my catalogs, I am acting inconsistently with the strategy that I've set. Okay, I've got to plan my activities based on making my time worth a high multiple of what it's worth. Now, that means taking high dollar actions, not low dollar actions. All right. And once again, it can't be a whim. It can't be a passing idea. If you want to earn more in less time, you've got to be ruthless. You've got to be relentless with yourself. You cannot allow yourself to fall back into low dollar activities. Once again, the strategy will dictate the tactics. The plan will determine the actions. Now let's talk about some of the tactics, the series of actions necessary in order to make your time worth a high multiple of what it's worth now. 